0: This podcast is a Majestic Giraffe production. For more information and more content, visit MajesticGiraffe.com. But I was going to Toshi's station to pick up some power converters.
1: are clean, the vaporizers are patched, and the speeders fueled. It's time to pick up some blue milk and power converters. You're listening to Tashi Station Radio, brought to you by the Majestic Giraffe Network. Now here are your hosts for the Snarky's podcast in the Star Wars and geek
0: culture, Brian and Nancy.
2: Svenker heading on the shores of the Great Chot Flats. You're listening to Tashi Station Radio, the bright center in the universe for all things Star Wars and geek culture. I'm your host Brian, and with me, as always, is my co-host and wife Nancy. Hi. On today's episode, we're catching up with the latest Star Wars news. We're about to get started, so sit back, grab some power converters, and enjoy the show. Uh, Before we go too much further, Tashi Station Radio is brought to you in part by you, our awesome Patreon subscribers. Click the link on Tashi-Station.net for more details and learn how you can help support the show.
1: And we're also brought to you in part by Her Universe, Flaunt Your World with Star Wars, Star Trek, Marvel, Transformers, Doctor Who, and other fandom-inspired wardrobe and jewelry. Click the link on our blog to purchase awesome geek gear and keep the lights running on the podcast.
2: How much do you need that new uh, ship skirt? a lot Millennium Falcon, TIE Fighters and X-wings all on a skirt.
1: I mean, yes. Why why would I not?
2: Need it. <laughs> uh, hey, it's time for Fixer's Flash, the geeky things we have been up to. Nancy, what have you been up to?
1: I have finished Ancillary Justice, our first book club pick for March, and um, I enjoyed it. I can understand why people gave it so much attention. It's very different, very unusual. And uh I, I I liked it. It was it was it was a little hard to get into, but I liked it overall. And I also started reading The Warrior's Apprentice, which is the I don't know where it falls exactly in the Vorkosigan Saga, but it's the third one I've read, the first one with Miles. Um, and it's he's as wonderful as everyone has told me that he would be. So I'm very excited to read more about him. And don't forget, if you want to participate in the book club, that... uh finish Ancillary Justice by the end of the month, and we'll be discussing it uh, with uh, Megan we've actually got coming on to record an episode about it.
2: Very cool. As for me, I built a new gaming PC.
1: Yes, you did. You you, you turned our living room into a wasteland.
2: Yeah, there were uh, PC components strewn all over the living room for a little while.
1: And now we have boxes, boxes all over the uh, Lo- office.
2: Lots of Amazon boxes we need to get <laughs> rid of. Um, yeah. And I'm getting set to do a replay of the Mass Effect trilogy, which is a great use of a nice new state-of-the-art gaming PC.
1: It is. I can watch you play and get the story without having to do it myself.
2: Mostly the joke was it's a seven-year-old game. Yes. <laughs> uh, and hey, what is new on the blog?
1: Well, we have got the um, Rebels reviews, uh, the Forgotten Droid and The Secret of Chopper Base. We've also got comic reviews for Anakin and Obi Wan, or Obi Wan and Anakin, number three, Star Wars seventeen, and Kanan twelve. Um, we've got two episodes of our sister podcast of Dyson Droids. We recorded an interlude last night because uh, we can't record gameplay for a for a few
2: weeks. So, so, but don't worry, there was no gameplay episode for March, but we're coming at you with two. Yeah,
1: both teams will be playing in April. And um, also we've got the second episode of Western Reaches, which is our new show hosted by Megan and Saf, which is a really fun show. Um, They talked again about Halo this month and also Hunger Games and other books they've been reading. And uh, finally, uh, speaking of the book club... Our pick for April will be Carry On by Rainbow Roll. So that's more of a fantasy book. Uh, I'm trying to put variety into the choices so we're not just reading space opera with spaceships every month, even though I wouldn't mind that. (laughs) Trying to put in more fantasy uh, or more um, realistic sci-fi. So hopefully I do a good job.
2: Very cool. Uh it's Deeks Dirt news from around fandom and we are starting off with Disney announcing the return of Indiana Jones in 2019.
1: Yes. What do you think about this?
2: I figure that was how they got Harrison Ford to come back for Star Wars.
1: <laughs> I think that's what everyone said.
2: Yeah, uh Harrison had two stipulations first, you kill Han.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Second, you let me do Indiana Jones again. Right? I'm imagining this one will have significantly less Shia LeBeouf.
1: We, we I think we all, we all hope so. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, yeah. So that'll be 2019. Uh, we there is some Star Wars news out of C2E2. Yeah. Um.
1: So there was a panel from Del Rey, uh, where they discussed uh, Bloodline and also uh, upcoming Life Debt, and but they also revealed that there will be a Rogue One prequel novel called Catalyst um, coming out. Um, did they say the release really date? I don't think. Oh, October 4th is the release date. Um, author announcement is forthcoming. Um, they have not announced it yet, and, but they will. Um, and uh, I think Claudia Gray at that panel also said that someone from Lost Stars will be appearing in Bloodline. Um, so, of course, everyone has been wondering who it is. I think the obvious choice is Nash Windrider, <laughs> but I'm wondering if it's someone of, like... Great, uh,
2: I can hate him in an all new context.
1: Yeah, but I'm wondering if it's a, if it's, if it's a lesser known character. Um, uh, and as far as uh, Marvel, they, they also said that they'll be having some Rogue One related comics coming out in the fall. So that is, that's very cool.
2: Speaking of Marvel, keep your eyes out. We're close to the, the release of Poe Dameron, number one.
1: Yes, next uh, next month, very shortly. I'm very excited. Actually, I think it's the day after TFA comes out on Blu-ray. I, b-
2: I believe you're right. So, that's, so it's going to be a good week for Star Wars. It, it
1: will be a good
2: week for Star Wars.
1: <laughs> Get your uh, Poe Dameron and then your... Uh...
2: More Poe Dameron. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's see. Uh, the official bloodline blurb
1: mm-hmm. is
2: on the Random House catalog.
1: Yeah. Did you read that?
2: Uh, yes, but I can't quite remember what was in there. <laughs>
1: um, it was just, it was,
2: it was short.
1: Yeah, but it, it doubled down on the whole, like, Vader reveal being a big issue about Leia's political past. And I, I am, I am so excited about that. I don't, um, we had a friend of ours pick us up one of the uh, Bloodline posters that they were and giving out. It Claudia a
2: great assignment.
1: Yeah, she so was. Thank you, Maya. Yeah. Um, so if you didn't see those posters, Del Rey did posters of. Uh, it's they're double sided, and one side says "Protect the Republic, Vote Leia First Senator." Um, it has Leia standing there with X wings. It's like the pose from the, the book almost, and then. The other side is the defaced version with uh, the Vader helmet spray-painted over her face and liar spray-painted below. Um, And when I saw this, I... For you,
2: graphic designer. You go, graphic designer.
1: I got so excited because one of the things that I always felt that Legends dropped the ball on was the reveal about... Vader being Luke and Leia's dad Um, it wasn't known publicly in the Thrawn trilogy and it was a major revelation for Mara Jade's character Um, basically her realized her learning that Vader was Luke's dad kind of put into context why Palpatine wanted you know, Luke so badly and, you know, wanted and then sent her to kill him as a way to punish Vader. So, um, but after that, it just kind of was like, all right, well, Mara knows she's not going to tell anybody because of what her and Luke uh, went through. And then later on in um, Luke tells his group of Jedi trainees the Jedi Academy trilogy and people are like whoa you know surprise we didn't know this so obviously they haven't told people and this is that's 11 years after A New Hope so that's seven years after Jedi and then all of a sudden randomly a few years later everyone knows that Vader is their is dead their dad Vader is Anakin Skywalker and it, I, I always wondered why was that not more of a big deal <laughs> why was that not more of a
2: problem
1: Yeah like and also why didn't Luke tell anybody be like beforehand because Luke seems like the type of person who doesn't want to keep that a secret Nope especially since you know Vader was redeemed at the end and he wants people to know the truth about Anakin Skywalker Leia probably doesn't want people to know and I can see Luke respecting her wishes. Um, So I just am really looking forward to all of this coming back to bite them in the ass. <laughs> and not just how does Leia deal with this, but how does Luke deal with it too? Because mm-hmm. even though he's not in the book, I would imagine it has very big repercussions. Oh, totally. <laughs> For him as well. So I am, uh, yeah, I'm very excited for Bloodline, and I wanted to read it now.
2: And moving on in additional Star Wars book stuff, uh, the release date for Empire's End, the third book in the Aftermath trilogy by Chuck Wendig, has a January 17th, 2017 release according to...
1: Edelweiss. Thank you. (laughs) One of the uh, catalogs. Wasn't sure
2: to pronounce that phonetically or in German.
1: (laughs) I don't know. <laughs> uh,
2: yeah, so that's the third book in the trilogy, January 17, 2017. Life Debt is coming out this year. And uh, when Life Debt comes out, I'm doing a thing.
1: Uh-huh. And
2: y'all are welcome to do this thing with me.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, I am donating $1 um, for each of the first 25 homophobic Amazon reviews <laughs> to Glad.
1: So, you'll just basically be donating dollars Yeah, I'm going to be donating
2: $25. Except I'm going to screen cap a $1 donation <laughs> with the name of the reviewer.
1: Okay.
2: As the on behalf of. Nice. Posting that to Twitter. So, if you want to join me, what I'm doing, again, $1 f- for each of the first 25 homophobic reviews <laughs> on Life Debt.
1: And that's not saying that everyone who disliked aftermath is homophobic but if just, your review
2: was homophobic
1: yes there were there were a lot of review a high proportion of reviews that were a little bit homophobic a little uh, a lot
2: thank you yeah yeah <laughs> and I'll uh, just keep an eye on Twitter I'll let you know when I'm doing that yep and it's wrong that I know that I'm going to hit $25 within the first yeah, 30 minutes of reviews being That's open. not
1: even, it's not even going to be a challenge. I mean, really. What are you thinking?
2: If anybody wants to match that, just let me know. Mm. All right. All uh, right. D23, uh, Disney's big uh, company convention, is set for July 2017. Yes. right. It's right before, right after San Diego Comic Con. Mm-hmm. So I expect they're not going to have any news at San Diego Comic-Con.
1: Um probably not that year. Uh definitely. Um but uh I can see them showing some sort of footage at D23 yeah. for Force Awakens. I'm wondering if they're trying to compete directly with San Diego Comic-Con.
2: <laughs> I wouldn't mind.
1: Yeah. I mean, I always feel like competition just helps
2: people. Yeah, agreed, agreed. And uh, D23 is in Anaheim this year. Uh, so if you want to go to that, it's July 2017. I think the more interesting question is, what does that mean for celebration? I don't know. Uh, We're. I, I think the expectation is there's going to be a domestic celebration in 2017 because it would be crazy not to have one mm-hmm. in a lead-up year to Episode 8.
1: Yeah, I... I mean, I could see them having it again in spring for, you know, kind of start the whole lead up to episode eight, but I could also see them moving it to later in the year since they know the movie's coming out later in the year.
2: I would Um, be happy with an October celebration.
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't know if, I don't know how that would work. I'm not sure how the convention center works, but... Yeah,
2: for all we know, it could wind up in August Yeah, which again. would suck. <laughs> <laughs> Pity the poor Lucasfilm folks who are going to be going from one convention to another to another.
1: Yeah, and also, I mean, I as much as I want it to be in Orlando, I do admit that Orlando in August kind of sucks, but, you know... We're we're going to celebration not for the weather. We're going to celebration for the awesome. The Orange <laughs> County
2: Convention Center has excellent air conditioning. It
1: does. And but you know, we don't know where it's going to be. It could be in Anaheim again. Probably not, but you know, I'm sure we will be back in Anaheim eventually. <laughs> yeah. There's I no mean, if, doubt about it. If that.
2: I'm betting, they're going to be swapping coasts every domestic celebration to get celebration out to more people and because, you know, Disney Synergy yeah, and whatnot. Hey, it's time for Biggs Bullshit. Star Wars film news and details on Force Awakens deleted scenes uh, coming courtesy of Entertainment Weekly.
1: Yeah, uh, I was slipping through some of these and, you know, there, there was one clip I know of Kylo on the Falcon which seems very interesting. Uh, there's another deleted scene of Leia, her earlier introduction, um, and then also the uh, there's a scene with Poe um, kind of doing a roll call for the squadron before they go to you know, Starkiller base descend on Starkiller base. So, um, I can see why they deleted all of those. Um, I, I would have liked to see the, the post scene. Um, I know a lot of people were annoyed because there was a lot more Leia in the novel and there was a lot more Leia originally in the script, but, you know, while I think those scenes are, I'm probably going to enjoy them. I do love the way they introduce Leia in the movie. And I, I completely understand why they saved it for later, because it was, you know seeing her walk off the the, the carrier was, was and see Han was really cool.
2: <laughs> yeah, agreed. Um I I am so very excited to see the deleted scenes, but more excited to see the documentary. Oh, did you see on BuzzFeed today uh, the video of Daisy Ridley's audition?
1: Um, I did not. I saw the like stills of it
2: (laughs) yeah seeing that audition reel Mm -hmm. you can see why they went with Daisy Ridley and
1: it was the scene uh, the the it was the interrogation scene
2: scene. yeah Uh, so yeah Uh,
1: was it her or was it just her or was Adam Driver it was just
2: her with I believe JJ reading the lines
1: oh okay So, yeah, I was wondering how they, how I'm always curious of how they audition people together Mm -hmm. uh, to gauge chemistry because they're so secretive with what they're auditioning for and who else is auditioning. Like, I know Oscar Isaac and Donald Gleason like, came to the table read and were like, hey, it's you. are in this movie. (laughs) Fortunately, they had
2: no scenes together. Donald Gleason, my buddy! Yeah. Uh, So we gotta do a gut check right now, Nancy. A what? We gotta do a gut check.
1: Oh, okay. We
2: are at less than 20 minutes of news, and we're out of material. What? I think we are going to need to splice this into the beginning of our Rebels review that's happening Thursday. Okay. If any news happens between now (laughs) and Thursday, we'll put that at the end of our Rebels discussion. Okay. So yes, it's too, it's Monday right now.
1: Mhm.
2: We got a couple more days to go until that and I don't have enough material to release an episode. So, time travel time. See you on the other side, everyone. Tulu 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 bye. See you on the other side. And through the magic of time travel, we are back and joining us for this discussion are Bria. Hello. And Travis.
1: Hello. Who
2: agreed to come on at about 11:30 last night.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Yay Twitter. We- we were all up anyways, it's fine.
2: Yeah, I might have gotten everyone started playing Mass Effect.
0: Whoops. Oops. Oops. Oh my god.
2: I'm sorry. <laughs> no, uh, you're not. No, I'm not. Uh, so, no real notes or anything here. We're just going to kind of freeform this discussion, and, and we're, we're going to talk about uh, the, finale, the uh, season two finale and kind of season two as a whole.
1: Yes, and also looking ahead to season three.
0: Yes. Yes.
1: So, Twilight of the Apprentice. That happened.
0: That was a thing <laughs> yes. that did happen. Oh my god, I'm still not alive.
1: <laughs> yeah. So I wanted to first get out of the way the stuff we didn't like, and then talk about all the things we did like. So we can be negative first, and then positive. <laughs> and then and I, I, I figure we, we need to save the Ahsoka stuff towards the end, because that seems to have been garnering the most discussion. So... Going around the horn. <laughs> Darth Wait, Maul.
3: I have a clarification yes. question first. Yes. When you say stuff we didn't like, do yes. we mean like actual story stuff or are we talking about, oh my God, why did you beat up my baby? Um, Story stuff. Okay,
1: we're so, good. So, I mean, obviously we don't like, you know, that Kanan got blinded, but it's an interesting story idea. So, you know,
2: we no, can- No, f- it's, it's that's a great story <laughs> character development. But I'm talking. I'm
1: talking more about the things of like- Lightsaber helicopter. Okay,
2: that's, so
0: that's what I was wondering because that's what I was going to bring up. <laughs> oh yes,
2: my I... god, they made raffle copters. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, you're right.
0: I'm still not over there. Brian
2: that and enough. I laughed so hard when the Aiden <laughs> fell. I don't think I was supposed to laugh that hard, it, but I did. It was
1: so funny.
2: It was great.
1: <laughs> i And I love that. I love the the running gag of the Inquisitor's lightsabers being ridiculous, and then them using that to bring apart their downfall. <laughs> oh. Like Grand Inquisitor yeah. died because Caden, you know, slices lightsaber in half, and this guy is <laughs> just like, "Oh, I'm gonna go off," and then
2: <laughs> Mario fail music there.
1: <laughs> that was pretty good. Oh my god, someone needs
3: to make a, a YouTube of that. How has no one done that <laughs> yet? They really do. We've all been crying, Brian. That's, yeah. that's why. So I think we can all agree that the
1: lightsaber helicopters were kind of ridiculous. Kind I mean, of. I think they were supposed to look cool, but... I think I might have been able to handle them if they'd been introduced earlier. Like, mm-hmm. if 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 it was just like, oh wait, they can do that now? You know, it just seemed very convenient because they needed to be able to get in and out of the temple very quickly. So they're like They're
3: basically just putting sunglasses on and being like
0: Inquisitors out. Yeah. Much. I was so confused when that happened. Like I was just in the mindset and then that happened and I just started laughing so hard. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It kind of took me out of the episode for a brief moment. <laughs> it did.
1: Yeah. Um I and then I I know uh in our discussion we were we were going off about uh, Ezra and his tendency to carry the idiot ball, um, which <laughs> that boy is going to get everyone killed. He really, I'm, or he's going to kill everyone. Or he'll you know. get people. Or blinded. both. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like, and I, I, I've seen so many people say, but that's you know con- con- completely keeping with Ezra's character, which is true. But also, I'm like, okay, he's a little older now. He should know better.
3: <laughs> and I, 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 Do we know how much further along in the timeline they are now?
1: I think I thought I saw Pablo say that they were that he was 16 now.
3: OK, because he had just oh. turned 15 on that Empire yeah. Day. Yeah. So, right. OK. Yeah. So I think I think he I, he's either late 15 or early 16, which is still, you know,
1: t- dumb teenager. But considering how long he's trained with Kanan, he should know better than to trust people who look like the devil. Yes.
2: I feel like uh, blindly trusting strange old (laughs) aliens. Blindly. (laughs) 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 That wasn't intentional. But uh, I I feel like trusting... Weird old aliens in a weird, creepy Sith temple kind of transcends dumb teenager. Yeah.
0: That's just something you shouldn't
1: and do. And it's not alien. It's alien that looks like the devil.
0: <laughs> and he's like in his cloak. And he's so much weirder. Like I just, like, I don't understand Ezra's thought in that moment.
3: No. Glowing yellow eyes. That's all I'm going to yes, say. Yes, exactly. Never trust anything with glowing yellow eyes. And yes, I'm including Jawas. But... <laughs> Yeah, he and he, I
1: i laughed so hard and he's
3: like, what is it
1: going to take for you to trust me? And I'm like, uh, not being an idiot. How about that? <laughs> I yeah. i mean, and I liked I liked that they they made it so that Kane that Ezra was kind of wary of Maul in the beginning, like watching it a second time. I did see that there was a little bit of a progression of him. Learning to trust him, but it went from like, oh, I'm kind of wary of you, to you're you're our friend and ally so quickly. I brought help. Yes, <laughs> like I'm I'm thinking of the times when Obi Wan and and Anakin had to team up with Ventress, and mm-hmm. like they were like, okay, we know you're gonna double cross us as soon as you can, but we need you right now. So, you know, we'll we'll fight with you, but we're gonna be wary about it, you know. And the fact that everyone was just, and Ahsoka was like, oh, okay, we'll uh, we'll be allies with you now. I'm like, uh, no,
3: Ahsoka, you should know better. Yeah.
0: There was a lot of confusing feelings going on. In that
3: yeah. I just want to say, like, I don't dislike Ezra. I just don't, for me, he just doesn't click like the rest of the crew does yeah. because he keeps doing stupid things when it feels like he should be more mature at this point. I, agree I mean actually that. I just sure. I want him
1: to fall at this point. <laughs> I think it would be a lot more interesting if he yes. did. I mean and yes. it's and it's not like, you know, it would be an interesting parallel or comparison to Anakin falling. You know, if if it was like for completely different reason. You know, Anakin was like I want to save the people I love. I want to save Padme. And if Ezra was more like I want to destroy the empire and then, you know, he ends up becoming the thing that he hates.
3: I would actually say it's the other Skywalker boy because given ah, his, like yes. the Empire Strikes, <clears throat> excuse me, Empire Strikes Back parallels with like the whole scene with Maul where Maul's like, oh, what are you looking for? Because I think we mentioned in our original chat that we are getting the Yoda vibes off of that. Yeah. So I think that if you take that and then you have Ezra failing and falling, that's a very interesting parallel to Luke who stumbles but then succeeds at the end.
1: True. That's a good point. So, um, other things that happen, we'll just move on to random plot points. So, well, status quo at the end of the episode is very different. It is not quo. (laughs) It
2: is not the quo. The status is very much not quo.
1: So we've got... Let's see, all the Inquisitors, including the new one we just met, dead, um, no! which was very oh funny because Brian said, why didn't you kill the fifth brother? No one liked him. And then <laughs> two bet. seconds later,
3: dead. <laughs> so, uh, the seventh sister dying is not my fault. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, it, it is. Forget. You decided to <laughs>
2: cosplayer, so it's all your
3: fault. <laughs> I am now two for two with, in the new canon. It's not fair. Who's the uh, other you're one? You're
2: not allowed to... Uh, who is Bria not allowed to cosplay out in the new canon? Sloan. Oh, I yeah. can't.
1: I'm not black. Well, even so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. Jessica Pava.
2: Yeah, no. You can't. You're not allowed. <laughs> not uh, until the trilogy's over. But, <laughs>
3: but I you <really> want to. <laughs> I mean, I, I only killed... Okay, we, we're past the, the spoiler period for Twilight Company, right? Oh, Yo, yeah. Yeah. yeah I, Roach.
1: Yeah, I've been told uh, Roach is my fault. Well, I, I well, I mean, well, I guess this this episode was probably in the can before you decided to cosplayer, but still, it's your fault. Yeah, I, still <laughs> I love. Um, I I saw a uh, Photoshop of uh Buffy's grave from from uh season five with a seventh sister beloved friend. Oh my God. <laughs>
2: I think it read Beloved Fiend.
1: No, Oh, yeah, and uh, she served Darth Vader a lot. <laughs> it was great. Um, so, yeah, uh, they're all dead, which is very interesting when you look at Dave Filoni's comments about um, that in A New Hope, Tarkin says, you know, you, my friend, are all that's left of their religion. And so, basically... All of the dark side or dark side users are gone by that point in time, and theoretically, all of the light side users should also be gone. So, not only are we, you know, talking about the Jedi dying eventually, but all of the Inquisitors yeah, and everyone the, else have to go. The Inquisitorius
2: has to be gone. Which by is, then.
1: It, I, I hadn't thought about that before, but it makes sense, and I'm interested to see that that coming on if we if we meet any more inquisitors or if we're just going to go straight to uh vader or uh some other villains that we might talk about later that we might see in season three maybe (laughs) but um (laughs) so they're all gone darth maul still alive yeah
0: of course (laughs) i don't understand like come on now
1: Ugh, make him die already. I I'm very torn because I like what they've done with him uh, in Clone Wars and Rebels, but I'd like it
2: in a lot more if it was someone other than Maul.
1: Yeah, I can't get yeah. over him being alive.
3: I was joking before the before the finale actually aired that what was going to happen was Obi Wan Kenobi was going to like just drop in, <laughs> stab up in <of> the heart, <laughs> chop up two hundred pieces, and then just walk back. Yeah,
1: I I mean and. I, they didn't even explain how he was alive in Clone Wars. And I've, it, it was just like, oh, he's alive. Uh, are you going to explain it? Nope, he's just alive. And I'm like, oh, okay. Um, If that's the way, way you want to take it. And I just, I can't get over it. Mainly because I've read so many interviews where George Lucas said the reason they cut him in half was so he could never come back. And then. <laughs> womp womp. Yeah.
0: So. And get Spider-Mall with gems. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
3: When did he get new legs? Like, I don't remember his legs being that normal looking.
0: That's what I was wondering. That's my biggest question about this episode, to be honest.
3: Well, so
1: apparently, so the last time we saw him in Clone Wars, he got his ass kicked by Sidious, which was incredible. And then he, you know, Sidious implied he had a plan for him. And then if you read, there's an IGN interview with Dave Filoni where he talked about um, the... Like the last son
3: of Dathomir comic or no? Uh,
1: No, it was an unplanned or it was a planned arc for basically Ahsoka and and Rex and Obi Wan and Anakin all wind up together and hunt Darth Maul, and um, right as they're about to find him is when Anakin and Obi Wan get called off to rescue the Chancellor. So that so that was the the scene where Ahsoka said, "Last time I saw him, he was running off to save the Chancellor." So that's apparently what was going on. I imagine we will end up seeing this at some point in time in a comic, um, or a book, or something. So I'm wondering if somewhere around there, Ball got new legs, or afterwards he got new legs, because apparently after that, he's just kind of been going around and hiding in Sith temples, apparently. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Yeah. Was there another ship there? Like, how did he get there? Did someone just be like, I hate you. Go chill here for a while. I
1: I don't know. He he said his ship crashed, but I don't trust anything that he says.
3: No. But he's a lying liar. Who lies. He is.
1: Yes, yes. That's why, you know, him and Obi-Wan get along so well. <laughs> 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 so, Darth Maul, still alive. I imagine they will probably use him later on, which... Uh, yes. Yes. Someone needs to kill him, please. Obi-Wan needs to come out of hiding just to kill him. Let him go. Yes. Yep. Agreed. <laughs> um. Okay. Kanan is blind. Baby! Oh my
2: god, why? <laughs> did, not okay. <laughs> did not see that
1: Did not see that. Kanan did neither. <laughs> uh,
2: oh my god, you guys are all <laughs> funny, awful. but it's painful. Uh, we're going to have an entire summer of Kanan is blind jokes.
1: <laughs> so, you- I did not play The Force Unleashed. But apparently it is very similar to something that happened in The Force Unleashed. Uh, Ram Coda or something? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And uh that was oh, uh yeah. Sam Witwer blinding him too?
2: Yes. <laughs>
1: Way to go <laughs> Sam Witwer. <laughs> so yeah. Uh so apparently that is very similar. Ram Coda was also blinded and uh it, it I I am really interested to see how they play it, I really hope they don't gloss it over. Um, same,
3: I well, I basically just wrote about this, yeah. but they need to work for it. If they don't, it'll just feel cheap, yeah. especially if he gets his sight back.
1: No, I don't want him to get his sight back. I mean, him using the force to see is a very interesting idea, but he's gonna have to learn how to go about daily life,
0: you know, yeah, yeah.
3: I want you all to know that I am refraining from humming and singing Hamilton lyrics right now. <laughs>
0: it's Bria, saying. <laughs>
3: just stay alive. And I just oh, I'm sorry.
1: I'm good. <laughs> I wish of course, you know, we get a very nice Canaan Hera moment and they still don't kiss.
0: They should have oh, kissed. Should have. Like it was right there. It was the perfect time. Yeah. Although actually, okay, hold on.
3: I'm actually okay with that being a hug Uh because I would have, if we, if we were going to get a kiss in one of those two moments, I would have wanted it before they left because the hug, like the hug actually felt right to me of like, yeah, just that simple moment of relief that he's alive, but you know, he's not going to see her again. Like he promised Which is really unfortunate.
1: Yeah, I yeah, agreed. I just I want to see them like kiss or something. Yes, just some sort of recognition that there are a couple. I don't want it to be like, oh, we're we're together now because they've always been together. Duh.
3: Yeah,
1: have to married.
3: (laughs) Wait, can we go back though and just talk about the actual moment when it happens? Because. When I was watching the episode, I felt like that was a whole long thing when when the um when the screen was flashing red as his mm-hmm. vision went away, I thought that went on for like at least a solid thirty seconds, and then when I rewatched it the next day, it happened like that, yeah, I mean, didn't time slow down for anyone else while I'm screaming, "Oh my God, oh my God!" <laughs> well, I didn't want to like
0: believe it. I was like, "Oh no, this isn't real. <laughs> so- <laughs> But yeah. it was it was it was a slow moment. It, it really was the second time though. The pain just kind of comes and goes and sticks. So yeah,
1: yeah. Well, and then the moment afterwards when you know Maul basically ignores him after that, and then Kanan, you know, gets up and where did that mask come from anyway? Uh was that one there? Of the
3: statue things. Okay, was they're not statues. The dead people got turned to stone. Okay.
0: Oh, okay. I was wondering that too. I was like, is that's just convenient? <laughs> yeah. Mask yeah.
3: No, because I mean, you saw, you can see him like reaching around and he kind of gets a hold of the dead thing's head yeah. and <laughs> takes the mask off of it. Um, Actually, before we started recording, I saw something very interesting where they noted that once Kanan stands up again and starts fighting Maul, they really just put you in his head again. Because mm-hmm. like the music cuts, you can mostly just hear the lightsabers and all. So it's, it's very minimalistic. And I did not notice that the first two times I watched, but mm-hmm. I'm... And it's cool.
1: Yeah, I, I really loved him, you know, putting the mask on and fighting without being able to see. Like, I was sitting there thinking I shouldn't be having the thoughts I'm having right now about Kanan, but I am. Mainly, <laughs> oh, beca- <baby. laughs> mainly because the whole, like, very strong, confident Jedi type is, like, one of my things in Star Wars. <laughs> and just, like, seeing him, like, become so sure of himself, this season, like, it's funny, like, as, as I'm yelling at Ezra to stop being dumb, I'm at the same time saying, oh, Kanan, you are learning so much. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Kanan, blind, Ezra, eh, he's, he's, he's going down a path uh, we can't follow. <laughs> <laughs> um. I... When he opened the Holocron at the very end, all I could all I could think about was Arthas Menethil and Frostborn. And if you haven't played, wow, you have no idea what I'm talking about. Correct. Basically, uh Arthas Menethil was going off trying to uh rid the world of the scourge and the Lich King and found Frostborn, which was the Lich King's sword, uh, and became possessed by it, because when you pick up Frostborn, you become possessed by it. And uh, so he basically became the thing that he was trying to destroy. And that's exactly what I think is going to happen to Ezra. And I was very, I was very iffy with Ahsoka, say, being all, we have to understand the enemy to destroy it. Because, I mean, while I think it's true, at the same time, be like, but be careful!
2: (laughs) What kind of knowledge? Forbidden knowledge, because a quest for forbidden knowledge never ends badly. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, um, I I am very interested to see how how season three progressive with pre- progresses with that because you know it will be a lot easy easier for Ezra to sneak things around now <laughs> that Kanan is blind, but Kanan will be able to feel what's happening in the force you know yeah
0: that's gonna be a pretty interesting like parallel that it can do I really I'm excited for that actually
1: yeah we do we think there's uh gonna end up being a showdown with Kanan and Ezra or do we hope that's gonna happen
0: god I
2: hope, I hope so.
3: so yes and no because I know it'll destroy Kanan and Hera
0: and everyone else on the ship but it would be so Kanan awesome to- yeah it's okay, they just met him. It's it's fine. And then <laughs> Kanan
2: sacrifices himself to kill Ezra and allow the rest of the crew to escape.
0: Stop, stop, stop. No, we're not stop. gonna let that happen, Brian.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it has to happen. They all have to die. Sorry. And I don't describe Kanan dying unless Hera dies at the same time because I don't want her to She no. doesn't need to right? Hera has I'm to sorry. fly,
1: Hera has to fly B B-wing in Endor. No. Yes. No. Yes. She has to live on. I don't want her to
3: stay alive and tell their story. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want her to live another fifty years. <laughs> leave me alone and die.
2: <laughs> and then after Endor, she leaves the ghost to Sabine and quietly disappears into the night.
0: Ah, oh, yes. Mm, we haven't even gotten to season three, and I'm already like really sad. <laughs> I've been
3: preparing for everyone to die since like three episodes yeah. into season one. <laughs> okay,
1: so speaking of dying versus not dying, I think we've gotten to the point where we can talk about Ahsoka and Um Sango. What? Oh yeah, Shortingersano. Shorting so I, I, I will, I will say I am not happy with with her status as of right now, basically because she has no status and. I feel like if Dave Filoni wanted to be ambiguous, just don't show her at all and let people think that she survived, think that she survived, and let people think that she died, think that she died. As it is now, you see her walking back in the temple. But why is she walking back into the temple? If the temple's supposed to be the underworld, is that symbolic that she's dead? Um, and basically... Uh, so in in the uh, the same IGN interview they uh, they asked him about it and he basically was being very cagey about it and you know you can believe whatever happened, uh, which is why I don't show her at all. But I'm like he's said before if you sur- you can't survive a confrontation with Vader, and yet they've done it now twice. And I can I can I could deal with Kanan and Ezra surviving because Ahsoka sacrificed herself, but she didn't. If she's I just I feel like it. I, I feel like
3: it. I have a theory. <clears throat> yes, it could be bunnies. But it's not <laughs>
2: actually a theory.
3: Um. Okay. So I know I, I read that same IGN interview that you did, and mm-hmm. I know he said that like there wasn't a chink in the art Invader's armor. Yeah. But I mean, personally, I didn't think the ending was like overly ambiguous. I was like, oh no, she's alive. I see her walking into the temple. So. That part, I never had any question about. But my theory is that when she faced off against Vader, once he got the mask cut off and, you know, he was actually looking at her with his own eye, he had a moment of weakness. And it's not like a moment of weakness that will continue on. It's not like the same weakness that happens when you know, he realizes that Luke is his son. It's a momentary flashback to Anakin. And that's that's why they just kind of go their separate ways. I, I'm assuming she's very, very injured at this point.
1: Mm-hmm. And so
3: she yeah. was in no position to keep fighting back against him. But I think he had that, that flash of weakness, which is when he left. And that the next time they face each other, it's gone, like completely gone. Mm-hmm. And that's when she'll kick it for real.
0: See that yeah. just makes me so upset. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, I,
1: I think, I think I just would have thought it. The like the moment when his mask splits open, like that, oh, that what? was so good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I'm, I, I, it, it was like the way they put James Earl Jones's voice on top of Matt Lanner's voice God. was, like, I've read someone say that they've never been able to see Anakin and Vader as the same person, you know, that they're like, and Mm -hmm. that's the same how I am. Like, to me, Anakin is Anakin, Vader is Vader. They're very different characters. Um, But in that moment, I could see, yes, that is Anakin Skywalker inside there. And it was very... It was very emotional.
3: <laughs> I never actually heard him say Ahsoka when the first time I
0: watched it, because mm-hmm. I was too busy yelling, "Jesus
3: Christ!" Out of the TV. Wouldn't that happen? Yeah. Like, oh my god!
1: Was
0: that the only one who was like hoping he would have said "snips" instead yes. of like Ahsoka?
1: Yeah, I, I, yeah, uh, I've wanted him to say that, but I
0: feel like that would have like got me like way more in the feels. I mean, I, I wanted that
2: scene to end with. Him saying goodbye, snips, and then shoving a lightsaber through his <laughs> God. That's
1: me. I want to happen. See, I, I'm also very like I, I, I wanted. I've wanted him to, you know, kill Ahsoka for a while, and it's not because I hate Ahsoka. It's just like I feel like that's the only place it could go for both their characters. Because like her, her sacrificing herself for them is such a strong moment and so good for her character. And then to me, Vader is just always ruthless and has no humanity at all. So it's, it's a very I, I think the only way I'm going to be able to 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 keep watching it is thinking that she's dead <laughs> until she comes back again. The, mainly it's because I don't want her showing up post Return of the Jedi and being all, oh, I can tell you everything, Luke. Like all the things okay. that happened after the yeah. prequels in the EU, because it sucks. Oh, God. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's that's best. my
2: big reservation and how her fate was left. Yeah, is that I worry this might be just a staging trick to get her back in the timeline later. Yeah, which... I
3: don't think it will be. I mean, she's Filoni's baby. You mm-hmm. think anyone else is gonna get a chance to?
2: Or I mean. Yeah, I think Felloni's going to when he does a post-Return of the Jedi yeah. uh, animated <laughs> I, series. I don't know.
3: I think I think she'll be gone for a while and then she'll come back because let's be honest, Felloni lies. Yeah, he does. The yeah. man <laughs> excels at not answering things and lying, which I mean in the nicest, most respectful way possible. <laughs> but I don't trust him when he says stuff like this. Yeah, like he said that her story in Rebels is done
1: and we're not going to see her again. Which, if that's <laughs> a, which, if that's the case, I, I'm annoyed with how they ended this episode. But, again, like you said, he lies and I can very much see her showing up at the end of the series and biting it, you know.
0: <laughs> yeah. I definitely think she'll be back this next season, maybe, at some mm-hmm. point. Like, I just think maybe, like, one of, like, the finales. Yeah. she You know, they'll yeah, be in I, trouble it, and then be like...
2: So if good. this is the one time... Filoni isn't bullshitting us <laughs> then I have big problems with her yeah, fate there but me too but given I like that he angle. probably is bullshitting us jury's I mean, out
3: yeah it's Ahsoka and it's Ashley yeah like you really think that that's what like he's They'll gonna let either, either one of those ladies go yeah. out on like come on yeah
1: or Brian as Brian says you know just have her uh Get to Alderon right, right as
2: the New Hope happens.
0: Oh, Brian! Oh my God, <laughs> Brian!
1: That's
2: how I retcon everything away.
1: <laughs> the ghost winds up on after they help steal the Death Star plans. <laughs> they uh, wind up on Alderon as Bail Organa's guests.
3: <laughs> you leave my Sweet Organas alone. <laughs> they didn't deserve to die. Uh,
1: so. Um, anything else about the episode in particular or season two before we move on to what we hope to see in season three? Chopper. chopper. Oh, oh,
0: the my best God. in this episode. Seeing you- eye chopper. See
1: eye I chopper. I want a seeing
2: eye chopper. <laughs> that,
1: was, that was the most adorable thing. <laughs> Yes. That was
3: so cute. I was like, oh no. <laughs> Precious, between that and then when he got into the Eighth Brothers TIE Fighter yes. and started like taking him out, I was like, this yes. is Chopper is the hero that we deserve. but dum <laughs> That was amazing. Yeah.
1: Um so as a as a whole, I think I I think I definitely liked season one more than season two. I I what I wish is that Rebels would have 13 hour long episodes <laughs> that, I think that would be my favorite because I love the hour long episodes because I think it lets them do a lot more story wise. But I like the shorter seasons because I feel like they're more compact. So in a perfect world, that's what I would like. <laughs> but um, but I I think overall, I think I think season two for me is going to be a lot more of a bridge. Uh, between all the crew coming together and, you know, getting the attention of the Empire. And now I feel like they're going to be really more rebels as far as fighting back against the Empire proper and not just Inquisitors, which I'm super excited about.
0: Me too. I think it's going to be really cool. I would still say, I don't know, I really like season two. I really like season one, but season two, I don't know, there was just a few of those episodes that just like, really stuck out to me. I think I think
1: I liked I liked season 2 like all the episodes, but yeah. I think as a whole story, I I prefer season 1.
0: For me, yes. season
2: 2 hit higher notes than season 1 did, yeah. but season 1 was I think a little more even through.
0: Yeah, it was more consistent. Season 2 kind of was it was everywhere, but like the episodes were good, but mm-hmm. season 1 was definitely a more nice flow.
3: <laughs> yeah. I liked them both, but I agree with Nancy about like I think I enjoy season two a little bit more than than you did. But mm-hmm. I I think the hour long episodes are where they've really managed. to Yeah, that's to shine. where they've
2: really done the best work on Rebels is yeah. with those. Hour-longs. I mean, I mean, that um,
3: opener from Celebration. Yeah.
1: Holy
2: oh gosh. Crap. I can't
1: imagine this episode as you know a half hour episode or or yeah. Siege of the Falls a half hour episode. It's oh just god, not well. possible.
2: or just
1: was Fire Across the half-hour Galaxy half hour. Uh, I think that. Yes, yes. it was. I it think, was, because- but it was, but the last three episodes all kind of flowed yeah. into each other. Yeah,
3: they so- did. But Fire Across the Galaxy, I think, was only half because okay. they showed it before um, Siege of the Fall. Okay. And I don't think we were in there for two hours. Yeah. Well, we were, but
0: not.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> so I've I've read that season three is probably going to be a lot more fighting the Empire. Proper and seeing more of the rebellion form, which I am super excited about, and I hope we see more of Bail Organa. Alder Run, Alder Run. I would like to see more Bail Organa. I'd like to see more Leia. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that was the thing I was most disappointed in this season. While I loved seeing Leia, I didn't really care for that episode, and I want to see her do more as far as like being a rebel you know the stakes were
3: too low for for that to be the one leia episode this season agreed
1: yeah that's that's a perfect way of putting it um i i hope we see more of the rebel cells um you know i i I would love to see akbar and mon mothma Mm -hmm. Uh, you know barbelly bliss uh yes i i don't think it's gonna happen but god i would love it I want that picture to become canon of them all sitting around the table with the X-Wing. <laughs> um, and so let's talk about the blue elephant in the room.
3: <laughs> oh god. Leslie. No. So,
1: yes. Okay. So the rumor is that Thrawn is going to show up. And when they first mentioned the rumor, I thought it was ridiculous. I think I'm buying it now. <laughs> <laughs> For several reasons, a
2: let's break out the whiteboard and break uh, it out the string <laughs> yes. here.
1: A because Freddie prince Jr. says things he shouldn't in public, and has said that there are expanded universe things coming that people are going to be really excited about.
3: That could mean anything. It like could come on. We're it, Star Wars fans. We get excited about everything. It could, but but then
1: we have Dave saying in Rebels Recon the same thing about something that Star Wars fans, that we've been asking for a long time happening. Troll. And they're, they're going to make a big deal about it at Celebration. Troll in the
3: dungeon. He is a troll.
1: <laughs> However. This then, is
2: the smoking gun. Then
1: we have Aftermath. Oh. Which yeah. is huh. everyone yeah. thinking that the Admiral at the end of Aftermath is Thrawn. Or Snoke. But mostly Thrawn. <laughs> Life debt was supposed to come out before Celebration. It is now coming out after Celebration, after they talk about Rebel Season 3, and after Dave is probably going to talk about who's going to be
3: in Season 3. Okay, but hold on, hold on. <laughs> I, no, I mean, okay, I see what you're saying there, but I honestly think that had more to do with the publishing schedule, because they pushed back Bloodline, because that way Claudia Gray could do a rewrite after she had actually seen The Force Awakens. So that getting mm-hmm. pushed back, because that was supposed to be out in March, so I, th- I I honestly don't think life debt's move had anything to do with rebels. I really don't i
1: I'm gonna i I will be very interested to see because I hadn't even thought about that, and then Jay mentioned it, and I was like, ah! and I'm That's- like, I just if the way they've been talking and like the stuff I've read about season three and how it's gonna be more like military and fighting the Empire, I'm like, who else can they bring in that's that big of a deal? Like, I'm trying to think of, like, all the Imperials that are in the OT, that could be a big deal. And I'm like, maybe Piet, but I can't see people, like, freaking out about Admiral Piet showing up, or Admiral Ozel. You know, it would be uh, interesting. Yeah, well, Jay would, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay. it, it would be interesting, but, like, the only person I could see, like, people being excited about is Sloane which yes. I do want her to show up. But, I mean, like, and I've seen people on Twitter saying, you know, well, th- people don't know who Thrawn is. People know who Thrawn is. Yeah, Like, even people who haven't read those books know who he is. He's probably one of the most, if not one of the most popular EU characters. So I think if they're going to pull anything that big, it's going to be that. Counterpoint. Counterpoint, yes. Marjade.
2: I wish, but no. (sighs) Yeah. That would be too good. I can't
1: I can't believe it. Like I can't let myself (laughs) believe it's gonna happen because I just
3: yeah. I I See meanwhile.
1: I feel like I feel like she has too much baggage. We're Thrawn, Mm -hmm. you can take him away from the story and just have him be Imperial Admiral Dude. You bring Mara, it's gonna be like Luke Skywalker's wife. You know, I think
3: she's got too much baggage. And but I mean, if we're le- talking about trolls, that unless would go I well. mean,
1: unless unless you know, my theory about Ray is true, <laughs> then they could do that. But again, can't let myself well, believe Well, who it.
2: knows? Maybe, uh, maybe between season two and three, uh, Emperor Palpatine obliterates the Inquisitorious and replaces them with the <laughs> Emperor's, Emperor's hands.
1: hands right? Mm. It's like Vader, you're not doing good. So uh, I'm putting my my girls on the on the team. <laughs>
0: I thought about Thrawn joining, and like, like you're just convincing me more, Nancy. Like, I didn't need this. <laughs> well, it it fits a lot of what uh, Dave and the other producers
2: have said. Season three is going to be about, and what
1: they've done in general. Like, they've taken stuff before and used it. So I can, I can see, and I can see them doing it. I've have seen people say, well, you know, it won't be, no, it won't be Thrawn that we know, and that's true. But I mean, really, all you need to do is have an imperial admiral dude who is very, very smart, and it doesn't yeah. matter what the story is.
2: It's yeah. like, plus, you know, Chiss look cool. They yes. do. <laughs>
3: they do. I think I'm just not letting myself get my hopes up about that. Like, I'll, <laughs> I'll keep my hopes smaller scale. Yeah, I'll I mean, I'm my, totally hey, not. Wh-
2: gonna, I'm totally not gonna be upset if it doesn't happen no. because the yeah. the odds are still long, but.
1: It would be really this cool. this is
2: the first time where those out of left field you're you've gotta be kidding me rumors actually feels like eh, I I could see it now.
3: Yeah. I'm I, just gonna stick with my hopes. You know, they'll bring in Bria Theron. That's what <laughs> <I know it. laughs> No, Bria, uh what?
1: speaking of not letting you get your hopes up, the uh the voice in the temple, Lady oh. Revan <laughs> <laughs> Davis said he knows who it is. And of course he, mm, but of course he's not saying who it is.
2: Ah, uh, the consciousness of Darth Revan. shows <laughs> a lady. That lady of station.
3: color. Suck it, fanboys. <laughs> I think <laughs> you
1: I love that they had Nika Futterman do that voice. Cause she's the best.
3: Yes. Except. Oh my God. I spent so many hours at work on Thursday and Friday replying to people who are like, I bet it's Ventress. I bet it's Ventress. And I'm like, Ventress is dead. Ventress is dead. Yeah. How do yeah. you know she's dead? Dark Disable. Dark yeah. Disable. What did they do
1: that? Because look, it's canon. Just deal with it. Yeah, that's the other thing is I think I would have loved if this if if Maul had been Ventress in this episode. Mm. Oh, yeah, that would have been so
0: cool, that was so good. <laughs> yeah, when miss- I first heard the voice, I was like, "Oh my god, is that Vent?" Oh wait, no. <laughs> I think i got sad again. I, I just had Ventress. a terrible,
3: horrible thought. What? <laughs> if it had been Ventress. <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry hold on <laughs> did we break you did you break No, i just well you know my brain is trash now so <laughs> i was just like hmm if it had been Ventress, and we were already saying yo where is the Kanan seven sister fix oh god if it had been Ventress, we would have been like i mean come on Kanan would have been a little bit interested just a tiny bit <laughs> tiny bit <laughs> No,
1: Ezra probably would have, which would have been gross. Oh, God. Oh, he's a 16-year-old boy. Now I feel unclean. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry I took us into the dumpster. Yes, you did. Way to go. I live here now. So... Uh, Season 3, I'm really excited. Also, that they said uh, Sabine is going to do more this season, which makes me real excited. Yes. I want I want to see more of the other. Like we had Sabine episodes, we had Zeb episodes, but like I want to I want to learn more about them and I think that's one of the reasons I get annoyed when they go all focused on the Force because mm-hmm. then the other characters are just on the sideline. And while this episode was really great, you know, I, I do miss them all working as a team. And I want, I want them to show that you can fight the Empire and not have
3: the Force, you know? Yeah. yeah. I think Sabine's going to end up having to step up a lot more and become Hera's right hand woman.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Which yeah. is why she inherits the ghost at the end.
3: Yep. Aww. And then she's really sad because Kanan's, you know, dead. And when she marries her girlfriend, eventually he she can't walk great. her down when the aisle. She is marries is. Ketsu. <laughs>
2: That's okay. Zebel walk her down the aisle. Oh, and he'll be blubbering. He will.
1: Everyone's gonna
2: be dead. Chopper can walk her down the aisle. Oh yes. (laughs) Ah, Chopper's the Chopper's the ring bearer. The ring bearer. (laughs) (laughs) Oh
3: no,
0: he has to be the uh,
3: the droid of honor because everyone else is dead. (laughs) Oh
0: my god. I want that now. (laughs)
1: so i am i am really excited for season three i think more than i a lot more than i was before this episode because of i just i want i want them i want to see more of the rebellion and they said you know in the rebels recon we'll we'll get more to what we see in a new hope and probably more tying into rogue one which yay that makes me excited
2: yeah so if this is a tonal shift to get Rebels more in alignment with Rogue One and A New Hope, I'm going to be very excited for the season. Mm
3: -hmm. Yeah. Although I don't want them to move too quickly because I do want this show to go on for a while. Mm -hmm. So I don't want them to race to the Death
2: Star and then
3: be like, well, bye. Yeah, Yeah.
2: Then there's the other rumor that next season is the final season. I don't
0: buy it. I don't buy buy that either.
1: I don't know if I buy it either. Yeah,
2: I don't know. I don't buy that one. Um,
1: I can see them ending like after five seasons. Yes. Definitely. Yeah,
2: I I think they have at least two more seasons in them. And
1: I think the thing, I think, you know, we've all been expecting they're going to eventually jump to post Return of the Jedi, but I don't think they're going to do that until episode, at least episode seven is out. Probably after episode nine is out because they're not going to want to you know have things that can affect the movie going on you know they're going to want to tell that story and then go back and fill in the blanks yeah so. all right any last thoughts of rebels travis
0: um i just i really liked the finale like a whole whole lot i really liked the ending with the for some reason <laughs> if it ends there i wouldn't like it but since i feel like she'll be back Mm-hmm. I just really enjoyed seeing her go into the temple because I really like, like open-ended things because I'm awful like that. <laughs> <laughs> Me too, Travis. Good, good. So yeah, that was like my main thing. I just, I love Ahsoka so much. Okay, I'm done. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Bria. Kanan. My, my my poor, dumb turtleneck sweater, stupid, stupid ponytail Jedi baby. I Who's going to do his hair now? He can do his hair. You can do <gasps> ponytails without seeing. <laughs> like, come on. He,
1: that's a no, lot of good though. back
3: though. I, I well, actually, the concern is who's gonna help Sabine dye her hair now? Because you know hair doesn't do it. She doesn't know how to do hair. So True. um, I I don't know. This it was such a good episode, despite me getting frustrated with Ezra and the idiot ball. I everything with I just I need therapy after that episode, basically. And I <laughs> liked it. I mean, I just can't wait to see what they do with Kanan, and I hope they
2: do his story justice. I really, really do.
1: Yeah. Brian?
2: Uh, My feelings on the ending will largely be our TBA until Ahsoka either comes back or is confirmed dead. Mm-hmm. Because um, we've already played Schrodinger's Tano once. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I hope that it's not left in a perpetual state of Schrodinger's Tano.
1: Agreed. Yeah, I, I the same thing. I hope we find out definitively one way or the other. I hope she's not hanging out during the original trilogy because I don't want to do that whole certain point of view thing because I think it's a cop yep. out. Um, you know, J- the Jedi are dead. She was a Jedi. You know, Vader. W- Vader and Emperor wouldn't just let her let her hang out and um, if
2: nothing else is ever said I'm just going to assume she was on Alderon.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't we didn't mention it earlier but like the visuals and the music in this episode were A plus
2: uh, this was yes. the best work Kevin Kiner has ever turned in yeah
3: Ooh, I don't know hold
0: on I'll, I'll make an <laughs> argument.
3: No, I will make an argument for Zeb when they're going into that star cluster. That mm. BS.
0: Oh no, that was really, really good. That is good.
2: The uh, the uh, Schindler's List sounding thing there. That was yeah, that was good. Yeah,
3: the entire season, his soundtrack has been superb.
2: Like, yeah. I
3: we're, we're getting we're getting a,
1: a soundtrack, right?
0: Yeah, they just confirmed yes. at WonderCon. I just found out last night too.
1: Nice. <laughs> so excited. And and just the anim- I feel like they they spent their whole animation budget on this episode.
3: <laughs> but, yeah.
1: So yes, we're 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 good on Rebels. Um, and I think it's got me more excited about Rogue One because we haven't really heard anything about Rogue One, but um, yet. But knowing that there's probably going to be tie-ins and stuff is is making me excited for next fall. I need, yes. I need another Star Wars movie in my life.
0: Me too. <laughs> I need another Force Friday in my life. No. 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 <laughs> no. I'm
1: so glad they're not doing that at Dragon Con this year again. <laughs> oh my God.
3: I can't take I No.
0: No. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just be in my dumpster alone, you guys. Okay?
3: <laughs> yes. Because you didn't have to see me. I was sitting in Tom's room trying to read Aftermath and just having emotional mental breakdowns because it was three <laughs> in the morning. I can't do that again in a con.
1: (laughs) Thankfully, it's not. Thankfully, they're not doing it. Oh, and um, so that uh, October, uh, we're getting a Rogue
2: One book. October 11th, happy birthday to me!
1: Yeah, October 11th, uh, which uh, we didn't get to talk about earlier in the news because we we've time traveled. But um, right after the day after the Rebels finale, uh, Disney Press announced that they will be publishing a Star Wars Ahsoka. Uh, a uh, YA Ahsoka novel set after Revenge of the Sith.
0: I'm by a so woman. excited. Yes.
1: And that's the first thing I asked Brian. He's like, I said, who's the author? And he said, was E.K. Johnson? Mm-hmm. And I said, is that a woman? <laughs> and he's like, let <laughs> me look. He goes, yes. And I said, yes. <laughs> because we need more lady authors in Star Wars.
2: Yes, and the great synopsis great. made it sound like it's set after Order sixty six. Yeah, and uh, it kind of shows how Ahsoka got involved with Bail, which I am all yes! here for.
3: Yes, yes, mm-hmm. I need more Bail. I need more Breha. Uh, I need more Leia. Yes. Oh I my god,
0: winter.
1: Leia and
0: and and Ahsoka
3: hanging
1: out.
0: Oh my god, this is, is gonna it. be my dream book, and it's young adults. So I'm just
1: like <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. Oh, and something else we didn't talk about. Uh, so Ahsoka is theoretically, I mean, she's gone for the intents of the ghost crew, um, mm-hmm. you know, until if she shows up again, which means Fulcrum is gone. So who's going to take on, who's going to be Fulcrum now? Hera. You think Hera?
3: I think Kanan. It's going to turn out that like- Padme was not dead and she's been doing
2: <laughs> it all <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's one
3: retcon
1: God. I would like.
2: A plus, I will take Same. that retcon
1: <laughs> Um, it was a clone.
2: <laughs> Unfortunately, she too was on Alderaan. Oh, oh my gosh!
0: But yeah,
1: I, I was, I, I originally I thought Hera needs to become Fulcrum because if you remember in Aftermath, mm-hmm. Wedge reflects that Fulcrum recruited him, and if Ahsoka's gone now, I don't think. She would have recruited Wedge by now, Um, and I was like, "Well, Hera, they need pilots, so Hera can you know recruit him." And then someone was like, "Wait a minute, no, Hera is a pilot, so Kanan becomes Fulcrum and helps recruit Wedge and brings him into Phoenix Squadron." It's gonna be Sabe. Sabe's gonna be Fulcrum. (laughs) Whatever. I just want them to bring Wedge on the show.
0: (laughs) Yes. This have been like my dream this whole season.
1: (laughs) If that's the person that Filoni has been talking about, people been asking for, I will say
0: yes.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I don't think it's true because I don't. I just see him as like just having an arc and not being like, you know. I can see I can see Thrawn being like main villain for the season, but still, I want, I want Wedge.
3: We all want evil Barris. I will jump out a window. No. No, jump out a window. It needs
1: to be Thrawn, and instead of Paleon. I can have Sloan be his. Or both.
3: Can't we have both? I want both. We can have both, but.
0: Both sounds good. Yeah. Why
3: not both?
1: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Ahsoka novel coming out October 11th. Very excited. I had to redo my reading list now for the year because I'll definitely be, in, be picking that up. And for all the people going, oh, why another YA novel? A, we've Shh. only had one. And B, all a YA novel means is that there's a young pro- protagonist. That's it. All it means. The YA novel I just read had cursing and kissing.
0: some <laughs> of the most older books I've read have been YA yes. novels. Yeah, I'm just I'm so excited for this book. Like I've waited for this for so long.
1: <laughs> yeah. So yeah, um, rebels, yay. Um, all right, Bria, where can we all find you
3: on the internets? I hear there's this place called Tashi Station where you can get some power converters. What? <laughs> yeah. Uh, aside from that, you can find me on Twitter at Chaos Bria or my relatively recently launched website, which is chaosbria.com, where I started doing a uh, a costume counselor series.
1: Go check it out if you want costume enabling. And Travis, where can we find you?
0: Um, I'm on all social media at Travis the Grim with two M's. Uh I write for rebelsreport.com. I just write fan art. And I have my own website, travisthegrim.com where I just post all my nerdy junk. So
2: <laughs> Cool. All right. We will go ahead and wrap up there. This episode of Tashi Station Radio has been brought to you in part by Her Universe and you, our Patreon subscribers. Check out the links on the blog. Help us keep the lights on. On Twitter, you can find us with the handles TashiStation. That's the official show account. You can find Nancy with Nancy Pants. That's Nancy with an I. You can find me with Lane Winry, L A N E W I N R E E. On Facebook, we're the Tashi Station Network. Uh, We're available on the iTunes Store, Stitcher, and Google Play. If you like what you hear, do leave a review. That does help us grow the show. You can find our columns and news at Tashi-Station.net. Thanks for listening to another episode. We will catch you all next time. So long.
1: Bye. Bye.
2: This podcast has been brought to you by Majestic Giraffe Productions and is the official podcast of TashiStation.net. All Star Wars names, music, and logos are property of their respective trademark and copyright holders. Tashi Station Radio is not endorsed by Lucasfilm or any division of the company. Now go pick up some power converters.